Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hi, welcome to Cars Cross Christie. <laughs> Can't speak. Great. <laughs> right? English. That, that's Hannah over there. Oh, and this wait, is Mary. <laughs> wow. Just stay hydrated. Pretend like that didn't happen. That's wow. What I usually do. It's one of those days, huh, Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to start? Might as well. I'll just get going into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm going to pray. Nomine Patri, Filio, Spiritui, Sancto. Amen. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus vengis tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostri. Amen. In nomine Patri, Filio, Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Amen. And today's inspiration comes from Romans 8. Um, says, We know that the whole creation has been groaning and travailed together until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly, as we wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Mm. Whew! <laughs> that kind of really... I read that earlier, but that really hit me. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be talking about it later with the advice and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I think that's... I think I'm really learning kind of firsthand right now what actual surrender and hope is hannah <laughs> right because you're like when you have like no idea what the heck's going on mm-hmm. and no control because mm-hmm. it's easy to have surrender and abandonment when you're like okay things are kind of fine mm-hmm. and then when things are thrown out of whack you're like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> well yep shoot mm-hmm. <laughs> so but i like how our, we're all about real women real face so i'm gonna be real about mm-hmm. stuff I mean, it's like I was me. real and messing up my Latin. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did chant the Litany of Saints in Latin three times yesterday, so forgive me if I'm messing up today. <laughs> so I chanted it twice with my kids and then another time leading a rosary in my server. So it was like, okay, I think I think I did enough for <laughs> All Saints Day. <laughs> the saints are really looking on you. Oh, I hope so. So what are we having tonight? I'm having water. Um, actually, shameless plug for not my thing, but I'm drinking on my Ripple bottle, mm. which is amazing. And I have to include links in the show notes now because, yeah, they're actually from Walsh, so my alma mater. And they started this company, and every thousand bottles that they sell, they build a well in a developing country. Mm. And they are really nice. Mine just came today. I ordered it yesterday. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, and it came today. Wow. Super fast. Yeah. But I like it a lot. And I'm yeah. going to put a bunch of Catholic stickers and stuff like that on it. Nice, yeah. Be basic. Mm-hmm. I got one, too. Mine's yellow. I like it. Yes. Yours is like a pretty purple. Yeah. It's like a yeah. lavender. But they said, what is it? How long does it stay hot? And then how long does things stay cold in them? Uh, 12 hours hot, 24 hours cold. Yeah. Which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Especially for me, I have... I'm out out a lot so yeah with cleaning and whatnot so want to stay hydrated i am just drinking uh old coffee from this morning but (laughs) it's not bad actually it's also caffeine so (laughs) i was kind of dragging a little bit earlier here so 
Um, anyway. <laughs> All right, so tell yes. me what's going on out there. It's It's been quiet, but I think things are starting to, like, perk up a little bit. Yeah. Kind of sadly. Yeah. It was kind of nice. It was. I was like, this is <laughs> like, the oh, calm yay. before the storm. Calm news cycle. Oh, actually, today's actually election day. Mm-hmm. Did you vote? Because I did. No, you did? Uh-huh. Oh, look at you. I did not. <laughs> I think we only had, we had, like, one judge and um, the school board to vote for. hmm And apparently, like, there was nobody contesting against them. <laughs> Oof. So, it was just like, and especially if it's the school board, it's like, I mean, who knows if mm-hmm. there are people I would want to be on school board anyway, so. Yeah, so, yeah, school board was actually, like, really important for us, I think. So, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go vote. But... Yeah. Um, anyways, as far as non-local, super local, not super local. Um, well, I mean, it's like an election day for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But I mean, right. It's more local elections this year. So. Oh right, yeah. Which actually, to to a point, apparently, I mean, obviously, there, you know, everyone always like votes in the national election. Mm-hmm. But they say if you actually want to make, uh, you know, a waves with like politics and whatnot it's actually on the local scale that actually you make more of a Mm -hmm. an impact Mm -hmm. because especially with the national you have the what is it the electoral college so yes anywho i mean it's good to vote no matter what but yes i think we kind of disregard the the local but anywho all right so sorry go ahead so um this is kind of something i don't know if you know about you knew about this but Uh uh-oh Biden and went and met the Pope. Oh, yeah. I yeah. heard about that. And everybody's Cringy. freaking out. Cringe. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, CNN ran a story that was like, Joe Biden says the Pope told him to keep receiving communion. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me CNN says that Joe <laughs> Biden says that the Pope said. You're like, bro, we're playing telephone at this point. And we're, you're talking about two unreliable sources in a row saying that. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, sure he did. Like, like you were going to say he told you to stop. Like, <laughs> like, he's like, hey, listen, stop receiving communion, you heretic. Like, what? really? You know, he wasn't going to, yeah. if, he, if he did say that, it's not like Joe Biden was going to be all shouting it from the rooftops. So, I don't know. I didn't, it was kind of like the Pelosi thing where it's like, yeah, I don't like the optics. Yeah. But... Nothing really happened. I mean, they were supposed to go, apparently, they were also supposed to go live with some sort of video, and American media was there, and they were like, okay, so Biden's going to say this, and then the Pope is going to say this, and the Vatican's like, no, no, the Pope is going to say what the Pope is going to say, and then American media was like, uh, okay, well, we're not going to do a video anymore. (laughs) Since we can't teleprompt everybody, we're just going to... Scratch that. Wow. All right. Yeah, wait. America thought they could tell the Vatican what to say. Uh, Yeah, they put the freaking rainbow flag up at the Vatican Embassy. Do you remember that? Oh, no. No. Wait, the Vatican Embassy in Washington, D.C.? No, no, the embassy, the U.S. Embassy in the Vatican. Oh, okay. They put up a rainbow flag there. Oh. For Pride Month. Mm. To be like, ha ha, suck it, church. And you're like, excuse you? Oh, uh, so also what? apparently I, you guys said that, um, you were saying yesterday or someone was saying the other day that, um, that 
Biden might have said something about saying he was calling Pope Francis African American or something. Where did that come from? Oh, up? I don't know what that. I so feel like it's I don't kind know of whether that rumor. was a dub or a meme or what, but <laughs> I don't know. It's this video and it shows him. He's like talking to the Pope and he goes, "You're a famous African American baseball player." <laughs> and I don't know whether that was a dub or what, but it was it was just funny. <laughs> Okay. He also fell asleep. Joe Biden did at the um, whatever the frick uh, climate change summit thingy. Oh. In Europe, so that's he's he's just making the rounds over there, but he fell asleep. <laughs> Honestly, I think we could really. I mean, so Cameron Fred had a. I told you the other day. She, I looked at. I was looking at her podcast, and literally mm-hmm. one of them is labeled "I'm embarrassed by our president," mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's our president, and I stand by the office of the president. Yeah. And all the other stuff that comes I mean, I have to like everybody that holds it. (laughs) Yeah, especially this one. Mm. Yeah, I mean, God bless his soul. Maybe he'll convert. (laughs) Man's ain't got no much time. He's ancient. (laughs) I know. He's been in politics for so long. So, anyways. So, yeah, it's just interesting all the optics that are going on. Especially amidst all the crackdown against... The Latin mass, too. The traditional crowd. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, wait. Okay. She's like, hey, can we stop rubbing shoulders with these people that mm-hmm. want to be like, abortion's a human right. You know? No, it's not. What's your problem? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Why? Why are you like this? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Sin. True. <laughs> Dang it, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Ruin everybody's fun. <laughs> Um, All right, so what else is going on out what there? Else? What else? What other fun can you tell me about, Hannah? What other fun? <laughs> well, I don't know. This is like a mix of good news and bad news. Oh, okay. Okay. So, excuse me. Uh, so, New York City, I think just New York in general, had like a vaccine mandate for all their city workers or whatever. I think it's just New York City. Okay. But New York State is also like... Not great either. Right. Um, but the mandate for public employees is, like, going into effect. And there's 2,000 firefighters on medical leave now, which is a lot. And they had to shut down something like 36 fire stations. Because <laughs> if your firefighters are unvaccinated, apparently they can't fight <laughs> fires anymore. <laughs> Because, like, wait, the fires have, they can give COVID to the fires or they'll get probably. COVID from the fires. <laughs> they might infect the fires with COVID. Aren't they wearing, like, protective gear to go and fight the fires? Yeah, usually. They're usually wearing, like, a, basically a hazmat suit. <laughs> so, you know, God forbid. Uh, so that's interesting. And then the um, the police officers, like, I saw a picture on Twitter of like a long, 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 long line of New York police officers applying for medical leave because it goes into effect. I think it was, I don't know, it was either today or yesterday that it goes into effect. And so they're all like getting, going on medical leave and just being like, well, yeah, I'm going to use wow. my sick days and my medical leave. It's not like leave. New York really, I mean, it's not like there's no violence going on over there either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, New hey. York is just falling apart. Yeah. She's like, hey, we need firefighters and policemen, and we need policemen a lot. 
you know what would be a good idea? Make a bunch of them quit. <laughs> Wait, but don't they want to defund the police, though, too? Yeah. So. So, I mean, none of it makes sense. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, is, like, I don't know. I think it was Jen Psaki. That's funny. She has COVID, too. Uh, <laughs> really? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did she have the vaccine, too? Yeah, double mask, double vax. Still got the COVID. Is she going to live, maybe? Who knows? <laughs> she probably will. Well, we're all going to die one day. Because she's young. We're all yeah, gonna, Memento yeah. Mori. Yeah. It's November. Memento Mori. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, so I don't know. I think it was Jen Psaki that said the defund the police slogan came from the right. I think she tried to rewrite that yeah that was a while ago where she was just like no that actually comes from the right and everyone's like look at what what no i don't think anybody believes you on that one yeah it's like no i just i i feel like women are just so duped by the left mm. And I, I like, I feel it. bad because honestly, you you keep on saying Jen Psaki, and it's like she's not memorable enough in my mind. Like I have to kind of remember who that is. She's <laughs> annoying. Because I remember all the all the the press secretaries for Trump, because mm-hmm. they all got ragged on by so much by the media. Mm-hmm. But this woman just is not. She's just a. I mean, can we say she's a puppet? I don't know. All she seems to know how to do is circle back. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> or not actually <laughs> oh um kind of related i don't know if you had another news item but kind of related to the vaccine mandate mm-hmm. apparently um so they're really telling people to start shopping ahead early for christmas because mm-hmm. of the supply chain because mm-hmm. apparently on the east coast there was a backup of all the ships that were coming in because the dock workers did not want to be vaccinated so they didn't have enough dock workers to unload the ships. Mm. So apparently some of those ships got reloaded, rerouted to Florida. So oh, yeah. did you hear about all about this? supply chain issues coming down and it's only going to get worse, which should be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So food prices are going to go up. Everything's going to go up even more. Yay. Yeah. And yeah, that's basically it. There's, there's just a bunch of ships that like can't dock because they can't be unloaded. And then it just backs right. everything up. They're like, it's the supply chain is like a, an extremely delicate thing and until until now basically nobody has realized how much a, like a little disruption can set you back even years yeah um, well we had we had covid and then we had the suez canal <laughs> and oh now gosh. this <laughs> One of the stupidest things. I think they were like trying to draw something like crude in the water too with the boat when they got stuck. I don't know though. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> when you're like, stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> I mean, I'm all not gonna... the memes that came out of that. I was oh like, my gosh! The world will be ending. We make memes about it. I mean, we it is so. Like... I will say though, I was actually just talking with one of my employees today. We were like, you know, this year has just flown by, and it's like mm-hmm. maybe because the whole the whole the world wasn't shut down this year, so it mm-hmm. actually like felt like actual time because mm-hmm. 2020 felt like like. 10 years in one year yeah i mean this year is definitely not less wacky no. i actually think it's getting wackier yeah everything's getting crazier all the time yeah well it's 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 wackier because we know that this is not really a threat anymore yeah you know mm-hmm. it's just such a political play yeah so anyway oh, so i don't know if you had anything else you wanted to no, share that's pretty much it <laughs> um 
<laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the overall takeaways are, like, I don't know, that's similar stuff to what we talked about. We need to have medical freedom. No matter, you know, what side of that you're on, you shouldn't be mandating people to mm-hmm. take something that's still pretty experimental. And we don't even... And there are plenty of studies coming out and being like, well, we don't even know if this works the way we want it to. Like, yeah. Well, uh, then why are we insisting on it? Well, and apparently Biden is getting multiple boosters. We're going to have to get boosters every two years or something like that is a rumor. So it's like, how effective well, is this if you well, need boosters on boosters? Yeah. Or- so they came out with the third booster and then there's supposed to be, there's supposed to be more. And I'm like, well, how, how many is enough? Right. Not, it's not going to be enough. Well, no. It's going to be gigavaxed. What? Gigavaxed. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are women that are, um, I mean, women are like, there's a lot of fertility issues. And then mm. there's a lot of women that are, I've not, I've been hearing, like, I, I have one of one of my people I serve. Mm. And then actually, it just her camera was saying she has POTS. I think hers is, I don't think she got the vaccine. I think she might have gotten COVID or mm. whatnot. But... This one woman I know, she had COVID and then the vaccine, and then she got developed that developed POTS, hmm. which is actually not really good. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then young men are having heart like heart problems, and it's just a wonder. So, and then it's funny because I've had people tell me, "Well, I'm just following the science," and I'm like, <sighs> "If you can't question it, it's not science; it's propaganda." Thank you. I also want to say the same science that supports that you will, you think that it's okay to kill children, right? Yeah, right. I have to figure out how to do that in a way because most of the people I deal with are older than me. so <laughs> And they're in the community, so I have to actually, like, I don't want to burn bridges with people if I don't have to. Mm. Fun. <laughs> I have a brand to build, Hannah. <laughs> I'm not going to compromise my <laughs> values and my truth, but kind of keep the peace where I can. Fair enough. But anywho, all right. So you got a hot take for us, Hannah. I'm actually kind of curious. You didn't. Oh, I do. We, we didn't. We didn't review this beforehand, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's actually related to something we just talked about. So uh, just now, on this podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. You want to give it? So oh, wait, wait. Should I do a drum roll? If you want. All right. <laughs> hot take, Hannah. Here we go. <laughs> that was so lame. That's my superhero lame. <laughs> lame man here. Um. <laughs> so here's your hot take. If you want to start changing things, you have to follow the principle of subsidiarity, which is, yeah, which is act in the smallest, like, act in the closest vicinity to yourself first. Mm. So, principle of subsidiarity, you want to change the world, you don't start by voting for so-and-so for president. Okay? Sorry. Yes, voting is important. But you want to change the world, you start with you. Mm-hmm. And then you start with, then you go to your family and your friends and your community and your parish and um, the people at your parish or your workplace. And you start voting in your local community for like voting locally mm-hmm. as opposed to just nationally because like you just said, that makes more of a difference. And I think one of the reasons why uh, Catholicism and Christianity as a whole is losing the culture war is because we gave up those small battles and just kept giving them up and giving them up and giving them up and giving them up. And then all of a sudden we're like, 
well, when did this happen? Because you, we started giving up the small battles in the culture war, and now we're losing. And there's no way to get it back except to start fighting those small battles again. Because if you jump to the big one instantly, you're skipping everything in between. Mm-hmm. You're ignoring the principle of subsidiarity, which is what humans are built for. We're built to exist within smaller subsets mm-hmm. of every community we're part of. And that's one of the reasons why, like, you think of if you if you work at a company or uh, you, you answer to somebody, you have super supervisors, you have a problem, you take it, you take it up the chain. Mm-hmm. You don't go to the highest person first because the person who's like lower in the chain of command, e.g. principle of subsidiarity, is closer to you and probably mm-hmm. will be able to help you. And if that doesn't work, then you t- continue taking it up. And that's the same thing with our society and our the battle we're fighting in the culture, which is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And to start winning that, you have to start within your own home, within your own community of friends, within like every smaller subset that you're a part of, because without changing those things that are directly around you, nothing else is going going to. Because if you do go too far up that chain, it's not going to make that much of an in- impact. And I was thinking too, uh, I saw Rose while I was pulling out to drive here, and I thought of St. Teresa Lisieux, mm. uh, the little flower, and how the priest, a while ago, when it was her feast day, was talking about her, and he said, she's one of the most you know famous and well-known saints now, but she only lived to be like 23, 24, and when she died, nobody knew who she was. For years, years and years and years, she didn't, she really didn't gain any kind of renown or anything until after she was gone because she operated really within that smallest principle and just did the, the little things to get to heaven and lived a holy and simple life. And nobody ever thought too much about it until after she was gone and then looked through her writings, this is amazing, she's brilliant. And I was thinking like, okay, you know, cause some of us want to, some of us, some of us want to be movers and shakers now, like right now. <laughs> and I think that kind of keeping that little momentum worry in check, I guess for November is thinking about, well, people might not know my name now, but if I, honored God in the smallest ways possible. And if I, you know, if I just try and live my life, maybe that's what I'll be remembered for is just honoring God. And, mm. you know, maybe you won't be a St. Teresa's Lisieux because it won't matter if you're in heaven, you won't care. But yeah, just, you got to start small and you got to start with you because mm-hmm. otherwise you don't start with you. Mm-hmm. You don't kick yourself in the butt. How are you going to be strong enough to fight anything that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. Wow, that was really good, Hannah. <laughs> I was actually wondering, is there, um, 
I don't know, does like St. Thomas spell out the like the principle of subsidiarity or like really like like break it down and stuff? Oh, I'm sure he does. Okay. <laughs> it's either him or, or Augustine that definitely, they probably both do. Honestly. Yeah, well, well, Augustine has City of God, so actually he might. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on yeah, my that's, reading list. That's so interesting that, because I think you, I think of subsidiarity with like politics and culture and stuff, but. Yeah. And also kind of what's in the back of my mind, because I had talked with the girls, my girls group all about kindness and, mm-hmm. and truth and whatnot. And I think it's so important to like have a t- integrity about how you treat other people too, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's in the tense moments when it matters to oh, yeah. treat people with kindness. No matter if you feel like you're going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so do we, have, can we have, do we have more time to talk about that hot take or should I go on to the advice? Sure. I mean, if you have anything else you want to say about it. I mean, I, mean, I could go. Yeah. Sure. Well, um, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you're good. If you if you want to move on to your advice, you I think we covered that pretty well. I I, I think you did. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I I feel like I might just start repeating what you're saying. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, go um, ahead. Give me your advice, Mary. Hit me with it. Oh, all right. So um, I think it's just been on my heart the past like two weeks, really, just to talk about um, and like just seeing. Um, there was, uh, something recently that came up in terms of, um, just stuff in the church where it was just like, oh my gosh, just a reminder of what need for healing there is in the church and in each one of us. And so I think kind of a part that I'm kind of going on. So if you want to just follow me, Hannah, with this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a couple tangents, but it's just literally about being real with God. Cause we talk about how we're real woman, real faith. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking about starting with subsidiary we start talking about starting with ourselves and starting with god um so i'm gonna just start in scripture i'm just gonna kind of like re so um i'm gonna start there because that's a good place to start um and i love this verse so it's kind of what i opened up with but i'm just gonna read it again i consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us for the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and obtain the glorious liberty of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning and travailed together until now. And not only creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> um, um, sorry, the, the mic went. It was going a little wonky there. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, what I, this, this is just one of my favorite scriptures because I think I, I, it's, I just realize sometimes we, we kind of squash down our desires cause we're just trying to survive every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just trying to get by, but I think we all have these desires in ourselves, um, that are, you know, like we, we know that we're going to be unsatisfied in this life. 
Um, and I think whether that comes in like desire for, for the good things in our life. So like for you and I, for, for our, our, you know, our future spouses or for, for being able to have children, you know, in the future, um, there's that ache. But then also, um, you know, recently I had some stuff that came up, you know, some, some kind of a trial in a way. I mean, it's, you know, everyone has their own trials, but, um, it just kind of shows when there's evil in the world that we're not just made for just here. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, it, it, and I love how, so just kind of going, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So I think that has been so helpful to me because I re- read that recently. So it helps to remember because it can be so easy to get like just wallowing in the suffering. I hate wallowing, but sometimes it's just, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. But then it's, you know, be reminded that we're not made, like we're not made for just this life. Mm-hmm. We're made for heaven. And so these sufferings don't compare to that. Um, and sometimes that's hard to get your mind around because we're like, this is all I see, this earth. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, so we have this, we have, and I think ultimately our groaning is to be completely united with God. Um, it says, as we wait for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. Um, and I, you know, I think in a certain way it can, we can experience this here on earth Yeah. in communion and just in relationship with God. Um, but I also, I, it was, I, you know, just like, like kind of going and it says for in this hope, we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. <laughs> that is so true though, mm-hmm. because we, 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 I want so much control. Yep. Same. I'm realizing how much, yeah. <laughs> and I said that earlier before we want to know. And it's easy when you're kind of like, I, you know, you can kind of see it in the distance. You're like, Oh, I, I know where I'm going. But when you're like, Oh my gosh, this road is so windy. I have no idea where this is going to end up. <laughs> you're like, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. When I literally told you, I was like, Oh, this past weekend, I, I mean, it was like the past couple of weeks had been kind of challenging with the business and stuff. Just some stuff like figuring things out. It's just being an entrepreneur is it's a fun adventure. Oh, that's, you know, for that's to be expected. But, um, this try past teaching middle school. I'm good. <laughs> um, but Saturday, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like a lot of stuff kind of got resolved, and I was just like, okay, God. Well, I did have a conversation. See, this is the thing about being real with God, because I woke up Saturday being like, okay, God, I know you're gonna provide for me, and I know that you know you've got my back, but like it's really feeling tight here. You know, maybe you could like really step in now, cause um, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, I really show up and all this stuff. So he did. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, I can breathe a little bit. I'm good. Like, I, you know, I'm getting my life together. And then I woke up Sunday and I was like, oop. As you said, the moment you think you have your life together and then it's like, um, not, not so. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of grasping for what I'm trying to say here. Um, but I think ultimately, so um, just kind of like kind of to round it out. Mm-hmm. So we have these desires and I think we need to, we have these unfulfilled in our, in ourselves. And, and it also can be in our woundedness too, mm-hmm. because our woundedness shows what we're lacking. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I've experienced, I actually realized that too. I think one of like my love languages is being able to receive words of affirmation. And mm-hmm. I think possibly I was realizing like, maybe that's because I wasn't always, I was actually affirmed in the negative. Well, that's not affirmation. <laughs> what is that? What is the opposite you of... The, you receive the negative. So. Yeah, I receive the negative of affirmation. Mm. 
So actual affirmation is, you know, actually it's really helpful for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes I'm like, really? You know, but, um, I'm always like, nah, nah, you don't mean that. (laughs) Um, but, and I think it's, it's not actually one of my, um, one of my, one of my good friends always talks about just literally throwing everything I got sometimes. Because she actually, I remember her talking about experiencing a miscarriage and she was so mad at God. And she literally was just like screaming at him, mm-hmm. <laughs> throwing and kicking and screaming and just yelling at him. Oh, and, and, you know, I mean, it's, and I think, but, but I think that God wants that. Like, you know, and, you know, I had this situation that happened this past week at Hannah and I was like, I was actually like kind of frustrated with myself because I was like, God, I don't want to be mad at you because I know you're allowing this for some reason, but like. Really? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) You know, but I had to, like, I had to actually acknowledge that I was mad at God, too. Yeah. Um, so, because otherwise, it's just gonna not be healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the sooner that you be real with God, the sooner he can work through stuff with you. And the sooner, you know, you take your, yeah, because recently also someone realized, like, they, they're like, oh, I was like, oh, gosh, wow. I really, you know, I've always been content with, you know, God providing my, you know, leading me to my vocation at the proper time. Um, because, honestly, you can't really force that to happen. <laughs> God does in his own timing anyways. Um, but I was really made aware of, like, wow, I really do desire this. Like, it's just, it's my, like, just me as, like, you know, the time in my life. But then also just like that's just where my heart and yeah my my whole body mind and soul it desires for that vocation at this moment, and that's not a bad thing. It was just like wow, I, I don't think I've really acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. Like I know God's gonna provide, but also there is this hunger, and I have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And then actually God's been guiding me in that because it's you know those desires do lead you; they're not there for no reason. Yeah. So it, it's I think it's being real and being like, okay, what are the crosses? What are the unfulfilled desires in our lives? And being like, okay, God, what are you doing here? You know, and it may be sitting and being like, I, I don't exactly know what you're doing, but I'm just gonna, so I actually, like I was saying yesterday in prayer, well, <laughs> let's just say I didn't have my personal prayer on Sunday. I really probably should have. Oops. That's actually one of the things of discernment of spirit is, you know, when things happen to not change your, you know, what your resolutions are. Mm-hmm. So I caught myself yesterday on this. But I was like driving to my parents and I was going to pray there. Yeah. And I remember driving there being like, God, I really don't want to step into prayer with you and be honest with you about this stuff because then I'm going to have to really face it. But then that was kind of where I told you, I think it's, it's, you know, I am, my strength is in God, but we have free will to choose if we want to let God in. But we, you know, but we, it takes courage. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. Because it is scary. Because when you let God in, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but when I got in, you're like, shoot, I didn't clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't but, look. <laughs> but I, I have heard, you know, God really, he, you know, Jesus, when he comes to heal us, he, he comes with this like kind of almost like a gentle searing touch where he's like, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to make you better. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want, I'm not going to rip the bandaid off. Yeah. I'm going to clean it out. I'm going to, you know, when you have to clean out a wound, you have to like put, you have to pour, yeah, peroxide in it. It's painful, Mm -hmm. but it's so that you don't get disinfected and it gets worse. Yeah. It's actually for your good. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so um yeah so the uh, the scripture so just to kind of like i guess close it um again it's you know it says you know psalm 23 this was this today's scripture i thought it was yesterday's but it was this the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leaves me beside still waters he restores my soul he leaves me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake and that's all beautiful that's great right mm-hmm. but the really like the real nut like the 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 where i'm at that's kind of really striking me is even though i walk through the valley of the shadow death shadow of death i fear no evil so I think in our unfulfilled desires, in our woundedness, in our trials, I think, you know, it'd be nice to not have to walk through the valley in the shadow of death. Wouldn't it be? Right. <laughs> we could skip out on that. Death actually never seems very appealing to me. I think that's probably healthy. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of people are like, well, death it can be your friend. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> For me, I hope to be like St. Francis of Assisi and be like, welcome, Sister Death. I have that vibe. You too do. Often. You do. <laughs> you do. I think I it's am such perfect. a sanguine that I like. I really. Ha- I think I've been really experiencing a lot of purification in terms of pleasure and stuff in life mm-hmm. because I I love the good things. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I love what the earth has to provide, what God has to provide. Oh, so man. what? I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago. I I had to proclaim the Saint Paul reading where it was like miserable one that I am. Who will deliver me from this mortal body? And I'm like. That is a mood. <laughs> like such a mood. Please. Such a mood. I'm fine. I yeah. It's such a it's such a November. <laughs> it's a it's a November I, mood. Yeah, it really is. It's it's funny how the church just kind of says us there too. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's nothing more metal than the Catholic Church. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. That's I figured out that's going to be my TED talk because my students always tease me and are like uh you are like the perfect ted talk person you just give me ted talk vibes all the day long and i'm like what does that mean but okay well there was interesting that there are a lot of rock artists that become christian mm-hmm. and their music is really it's so raw yeah it's probably the most real music out there yeah because because they just probably feel things mm-hmm. so i i really do encourage you know brothers and sisters that are listening that like let yourself feel stuff Maybe. Don't put it underneath a rock. <laughs> Hannah's giving me looks. Because <laughs> I, I, I put things under rocks, so. <laughs> and you give That's other fine. people hard times for doing that, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I give them, I don't know. It depends. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I can express things. Okay. It's more like, I'm just like, no, I'm not going to deal with that right now. To me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm not going to deal with that feeling right now crunch shove that in the closet so <laughs> hannah mm. this is also for you then yes <laughs> quit calling me out <laughs> yeah i mean it's not easy i mean i was definitely in a mood today for sure it was just like well but we're gonna take recording pretty soon and then we're gonna go see jesus right so i mean i'm doing fine now yeah but i'm just saying I'm saying all these beautiful things, but I've been working. You know, like, we're all working through stuff. Oh, yeah. We're all, you know, we have our good days and our bad days. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think at kind of like a good closing, um, they talk about in um, Discernment of Spirits. Discernment of Spirits is actually really helpful for keeping mm-hmm. you sane. Because the spiritual battle, yeah, as we said, is it real. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if you have all the tools, you you know, we all need all the tools we can get. So one of the tools that they, one of the rules that they says is, says... <laughs> 
say is when you're in a time of consolation. So when you're just in a good state, when you're like, you know, like, wow, everything is great to remember the times that you were in desolation, because it can be very easy to get very high on that consolation. And then that devil can really quickly just wipe you down from that. Um, and I've even heard it said, like, when you're on a high top, remember those times, like when you're experiencing those high moments, remember when you were carrying the cross. And then when you are in the time of desolation to remember when you were in those time of consolation and remember God's love and hold on to that. So it's kind of vice versa Mm -hmm. because it helps you to remember when you're up there to be like, okay, this is this, this, all these blessings and all this goodness is from God. All like, because nothing in us, all the good that is in us, in us is from God. Everything else, all the sin and all the weakness is us. (laughs) Mm-hmm. so we have to remember that so then when we're in the low moments that we just remember like god is there and we have to remember that so i don't know I, you know, just be real with god don't you know i brothers and sisters i'm calling you to healing and to wholeness because that's what we're ultimately called we're called to be to go to heaven one day we're we're sitting, you know, we just started, you know, we had all, all saints yesterday and then we had all souls today. Mm-hmm. So we're all called to heaven. So let's go on the journey. We're let's all going to carry our daily cross and let's just try and get up every day. As one of my friends said today, you know, we just have to wake up every day. Just try and wake up, you know, just get up the next morning and just try and do it again. Mm-hmm. So right there with you. There you go. All right. Keep on so, keeping on. Um, do you want to close us with our... Um, their quote sure. mm-hmm. oh wait you know what also at the end of the day yeah go spend time in adoration that's the best place to heal jesus literally yes. heals you when you, if you sit have there access with him. to it please take yeah. advantage of it the eucharist heals you just by being in its presence mm-hmm. so it's amazing with that hannah and take it away go see him <laughs> yeah we're gonna go see him so if you can close us up yes all right you had enough exhortations to be silent cry out with a thousand tongues i see the world is rotten because of silence We'll see you next Thursday. Good night and know that you're all loved. Bye. Thanks for listening to Caritas Christi. If you'd like to write to us with hot takes, feedback, advice, or advice requests, we would love to hear from you. Email us at caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. That's caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday.